You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZWLP Conroe and 106.1 KZCCLP Conroe and worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Extension Hour. I'm Amy Ressler, County Extension Agent for Family and Community Health. And I have the whole crew with me today. Hi, guys. Hello. Introduce yourselves, please. I'm Priscilla Chacon, and I am a Extension Agent for Better Livings for Texans. Hi, I'm Mike McBride, and I am the Program Assistant for Family and Community Health. I'm Michelle Scaife. I'm an Extension Assistant with Better Living for Texans. Yeah, so lots of times when we do our radio show, so when we do the Family and Community Health um, Hour, when it's our turn, We bring in um, a lot of people, uh, community organizations that we partner with and we do programming with. Um, But today I wanted to just kind of toot our own horn um, because, you know, sometimes we don't do that often enough. Um, And and lots of times people ask us, you know, what do you guys do? And and what do you guys say when someone says, what do you do, Priscilla? Everything and anything you want (laughs) us to do. Right. (laughs) What don't we do? Yeah. What do you say, Michelle? Tell me what you need. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So we are very responsive to what the community needs. And it is hard to um, really put everything in a nutshell. And so we could talk hours about it, but we're going to talk today about it. And that's going to be our our topic for conversation today of talking just a little bit about what we do in extension and what we do in family and community health. Because, um, you know, sometimes we take it for granted that that people know what we do. And um, and then, like I said, sometimes it's just kind of hard to explain. But um, sometimes... I've heard that we're like the best kept secret mm-hmm. and I've heard people say, Oh my gosh, you guys do so many things. How, how do we find out about your things? And you know, we're like, um, well, we don't have like a national advertising campaign or anything, or even a statewide advertising campaign. It's mostly by word of mouth that we just tell people. So we actually put together a brochure that we have that we can share with people to just kind of say, here's what we do. Um, so we, like I said, we wanted to talk about that just a little bit today. Um, so let me just kind of back up for everyone who doesn't know, I mean, I know you guys know, and you've heard me say this like a million times, so, so don't go to sleep, okay? Just stay <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, Texas A&M is a land-grant university, and land grants were established to do three things, and that's education, research, and extension. So, you know, every education, every university does education and research, but um, Texas A&M, as a land-grant university, does that extension, taking the education and research out to the people of the state. And so that what that's what makes us a little bit different, and that's um, our connection with Texas A&M. But we are in every county in Texas, so even um, in other parts where they tend to be um, fans of other schools, <laughs> they um, still what we do. We're there to to um, to do community outreach to reach everyone. Um, so we have several different areas that we work in: um, agriculture, natural resources. There's the 4-H and youth development program. And then, of course, we do family and community health. And then within family and community health, there's lots of areas um, that we work in. And one, um, obviously, is the Better Living for Texans program that we have our, our wonderful co-workers here that I'm um, going to talk a little bit more about. But, yeah, we do. We do. Gosh, we do so many. We do so many things. Yeah. Um, and right now, in our extension office um, here in Montgomery County, we're fortunate that we have a fairly large staff. We have about five um, extension agents that are um, there to, to work and to serve the community, but right now we're two down. We had one retirement and one um, transferred over to the uh, Forest Service. So we actually have two openings in our office right now. Um, so again, we uh, we take turns when we do the the radio show here, and we um, you'll you'll hear somebody different almost every time. But you'll probably hear us a little more often until we get those positions filled. So family and community health. Um, well, extension is all about helping Texans make their lives better. And family and community health, obviously, if you're healthy and you, you know, your family life is such a huge part of your life, um, if those things are going well, then that's going to definitely help help your health. So it's um, all about uh, educational programs designed to improve the overall health and wellness of individuals, families, and communities. And um, all of our programs are developed by subject matter specialists. So there are some things that, you know, we've developed locally to um, address our local issues, but our specialists for uh, provide a lot of our um, educational uh, subject matter, handouts, curriculum, all that kind of thing that we do so that we're able to, um, I mean, you know, they're, they're like an expert in a certain field, whereas 
we do a little bit of everything. I mean, you know, and even within BLT, mm-hmm. um, it's still, there's a wide range of things that you address with BLT. It's not just one thing. So lots and lots of, lots of different things, but we focus on topics such as health and a child and adult health, nutrition, childcare, financial management, passenger and community safety, and building strong families. And overall, our goal is to help encourage lifelong health and well-being for every person, every family, and every community. Sounds good, huh? So let's um let's get let's go ahead and get into it and talk a little bit more about um, the things that we do. And because um, I'm kind of rambling on now, but um, so one of you tell us about Better Living for Texans. What what's the purpose of that? So okay, so I'm, I'll speak. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I love coming to the radio. No, I mm-hmm. it's it's been um it's been a it, a journey. I just started. Well, not just started, but I'm newer to the group. Right, you're probably um, the newest of, of us. Yeah. Right, and so I've just been really pleased to see how um, better living for tech is. What we really do is just focus on um, those that are um, SNAP SNAP ed or SNAP eligible. Right, and so, so SNAP. Supplemental oh. Nutrition Assistance Program used to be food stamps. Yep. Right. And so what we do is we really come out and we really target that audience in particular. And we try to focus on just, you know, eating better, how to live better, how to live healthier, how to incorporate, you know, fitness with um, healthy eating. And so, um, yeah, Michelle, you want to add something? <laughs> That's true. And, and in addition, we, our program reaches both youth and adult uh, participants to bring them the increase, you know, we want to see them increase that fruit and vegetable intake, which uh, is a great asset to our health, increase their physical activity, and um, understand some safety management in their own kitchens that will help prevent foodborne illness. We also like to introduce some gardening aspects because gardening not only helps with our physical well-being, but our emotional well-being, our financial, because it can supplement our our grocery income. Um, And it can be we go all over the place. <laughs> we do. Montgomery County's big. Yes. There's <laughs> lots of things to do. So um, the Better Living for Texans program is, uh, as Priscilla mentioned, part of the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program education component. Um, so it does get federal funding. And the primary target for our Better Living for Texans program is those who receive SNAP benefits or could potentially receive SNAP benefits. Um, we don't we don't like check your ID at the door to see if you're on benefits, but we do um, try to focus in those areas where there is a lot of need and uh, partner with a lot of agencies who also serve the same same audience. And we have great classes that we do. Uh, before we move on, Mike, you want to tell us a little bit about some of the things you do? We'll talk more in detail later. But okay, mostly I've been uh, focusing on financial education, working with um, well, halfway house for inmates who just got out of jail. I worked at a uh, senior citizens, uh, helping those folks out. I also have been working on uh, the most exciting project I think I've been working on is electric pressure cooker classes. Yeah. Uh, something our office is developing, and we're taking it out on the street, beta testing it. <laughs> Come on by. No, to, the diff- to the area libraries. Uh, I'd be willing to take this to any location if you've got a place that is interested in electric pressure cooking. Mm-hmm. Give AKA us a shout. Instapot. Yeah. It, that's, that's the brand name. <laughs> and what I tell people, it's like, here in Texas, we say we're going out for a Coke. Right. So if we're going out for a Coke, one gets Sprite, Pepsi, Dr. Pepper, maybe no one gets Coke. Instant Pot is what people know, but that is not, that is a trade name. Right. So we're not promoting Instant Pot itself. It's a more common one, though. That people, people know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I remember one time as a child, speaking of the Coke thing, I was uh, somewhere at a concession stand and I asked for, ordered a Coke and they gave me a Coke. And I was like, I wanted a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. And they were like, you said Coke. <laughs> um, so one of the things um, that's really important with our uh, extension education program um, and the things we do is, is, like I said, we're community driven, but it's really important to have voices um, from the community that help us um, decide what we do. I mean, some of the things are, like I said, they're developed by specialists and we implement those because the specialists have um, done the research and found that it's a need in the communities and they've developed the curriculum and it just makes sense to do those kinds of things. But we also utilize a committee that helps us determine what's important right here in Montgomery County. Um, you know, because what's different, what, what's important here might be a little different than what's important, you know, next door in Grimes County mm-hmm. or next door in Harris County. Um, they could have, we could have very similar programs. We could have very different programs. But I just want to take just a minute to recognize some of our um, committee members that have been 
just really helpful for us in serving on our family and community health um, committee. So um, Brett Roloff and Veronica Figueroa from Costco, our friends over at Costco, they come over and, and help us out. And I think that they have a really unique perspective um, with the people that they see at Costco and the things that um, they see are important. Um, and then we have Carrie Johnson. She's from Buckner Family Services, friend of Michelle's that she um, brought her into the um, committee. And she um, works with low-income audiences, and they've got some really special programs. We need to have them on sometime to talk Absolutely. about what they do for sure. Um, we've got Devery Johnson, and she's from the Central Library. She's their outreach uh, coordinator. And gosh, Devery's been with the committee um, even before I started working here in uh, Montgomery County. So she's um, very loyal, very knowledgeable, um, does a great job at the library. And then we have Ed Dolphin, and he's with uh, Bartlett Tree Experts, and which is always interesting to have an arborist. Um, but he does have a, a interesting perspective, and he is um, really helpful um, giving us uh, advice. And I, one thing I love about him is he plays Santa mm -hmm. at um, <laughs> during Christmas. So it makes me want to go give him a hug because he looks just like Santa. Um, we have Elda Torres, who is from the MET program. Um, so that's Motivation Education Training, and it's a special project that they have that's called HOPES. And I could tell you what that acronym is, but I'd probably butcher it. <laughs> we also have Elizabeth Anderson. She's from the Conroe Parks and Rec and works specifically at the Oscar Johnson Community Center. Jeff Williams from Eagle's Nest, which is one of those um, transitional house housing. And they do way more than that. It's a ministry for uh, men who've just gotten out of prison. Um, Kay Trott, she's a member of our Texas Education Extent sorry, Texas Extension Education Association. Christy Leggett, she's from Bridgewood Farms. We've got Laura Jorgensen. Um, she's a volunteer. She's also a master candidate for public health. And she actually used to work with us. She was a Better Living for Texans Extension Assistant. And just awesome. We're so glad she's uh, with us. Um, Marcella Byer, Breyers, I always uh, forget that R. Marcella Breyers from Lone Star Family Health. We've got Margie Taylor. She's from Taylorized PR. Um, uh, Marilyn Kazmierski, she is a she's in private consulting and does uh, volunteer work, and we love having her. Mike Sasser, who's a local art author, wrote a book about um, weight loss. Paula Odom from Intergy, Texas. Um, Roland Gutierrez from MET, uh, Motivation Education Training, and he does uh, Family Pathways. And then Sherry Schweitzer, who's with Texas Home Visiting. So, um, like I said, they, they provide lots of great um, input for us and really, really helpful. So big shout out to them and, and thank you to them. So do you wonder what they tell us? <laughs> they're, they're a good committee because they really do give us um, some good, good advice. But we do have to take a little bit of a break um, and we'll come back and we're going to talk a little bit more in detail and, and let people know, you know, how, how can some of these programs be available to you and your community, your area. Um, in the meantime, you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com. FM 104.5 and 106.1, and we'll be right back with the Extension Hour. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Lone Star Community Radio presents the Lone Star Radio Troop. This talented cast will perform radio plays right here in the Lone Star Studios located in downtown Conroe. There will be a new performance every first Sunday of the month. And if you miss the broadcast, just go to Lone Star Community Radio's podcast or YouTube anytime during that month. Go to our LoneStar.com archives to find the Lone Star Radio Troop's latest play that's available. This is Lone Star Community Radio, Conroe's 104.5 FM and 106.1 FM Community Station. Find us on the web at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Community Radio is a supporter to the performing arts in Montgomery County, Texas. Welcome back. We're here with the family and community health, the whole crew almost, except for Jenny. Jenny's not with us. She's holding down the fort back at the office, but big shout out to Jenny Adams. We, we uh, like to call her Super Jenny sometimes because she's pretty super. She's like Superwoman. She does all kinds of uh, great things for us, keeping us all in line. So, hey, Jenny, thank you. Um, so we're all here. We're talking about, so we're tooting our own horn. I wish we had some like, like actual trumpets. Does anybody play instruments? Guitar. No? Oh, I do. A little piano. 
Okay, that doesn't work for a horn, <laughs> but you know. No. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so we're um, we often have other um, agencies that we work with, but um, right now today we're just going to talk about some of the things that we do because um, you know we do we really do some awesome things, and often people um, tell us, you know, oh my goodness, you guys do that and that and that. Um, so we just want to share with um, everyone the things that we're doing. So we mentioned the Better Living for Texans program. It's um, part of the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program Education. Um, so that's federal funding. And so I, I, one of the great things for Montgomery County is that um, that federal funding um, comes in to pay for, we've got two full-time assistants who are uh, doing lots of work right here only for Montgomery County. And, um, you know, it doesn't count, cost the county government anything. Um, and then extension in general, um, it's just a, a really good bargain for the county because um, we do lots of great work um, here in the county. And um, the the county funding is just a really small part of the total funding that comes in. So we get some federal funding, we get some state funding. And that, that means that um, Montgomery County really gets a, a bang for their buck uh, by having us here. So, um, but, so let's, we're going to talk more. Better Living for Texans. So we call it BLT for short, um, you know. BLT. People remember it, right? But Everyone's like, oh, like sandwich? Yeah. No, that's a sandwich. <laughs> I do want one, though, but yeah. no. <laughs> Everything in moderation, right? <laughs> <laughs> so um, Michelle and Priscilla are going to share a little bit about some of the programs that they do, the the, the programming area, and then some of the places, and, and a little bit about, you know, how people react to it. And also, so if you're listening and there's anything that you think, oh, that sounds great, I would love to have that, you know, for my group or in my area, please give us a call. Um, 936-539-7825. And it has a menu system. So then you go down and you find, uh, I think we're number four. So we're the fourth one. It'll list the others. And then um, talk to any of us and we'll get you to the right person to get you the program that you need. So, all right. Did you guys decide who's going first? Yes, I'll go first. (laughs) Yay, Priscilla. Um, I know. Usually I'm like, Michelle, Michelle, go first. (laughs) So like we said before, BLT, we go out to communities who – are just let, are SNAP uh, eligible or do receive benefits. And um, so one of the main uh, curriculums that I've been focusing on is it's called Fresh Start to a Healthier You. And so what it really is, it's just four classes and just talks about very general nutrition and anything to do with it. So, for example, like the first class would be food safety. So we go out and we talk about, you know, the importance of washing your hands, the importance of, you know, uh, washing your fruits and vegetables. It's crazy to think that people actually wash their fruits and vegetables with bleach Mm. and or with soap, especially like the Hispanic community where I've been focusing on. Um, I guess it's something that they brought from back, you know, in their countries. It's they really put the importance of, hey, I need to scrub. I need to scrub with soap. I'm like, no, you you don't. Because at the, at the same time, the fruits are very porous. And so what happens is it it's, tends to absorb, right, those chemicals that we're cleaning it with. So they're always like, that's it, just water. I'm like, yes, that's all you need, just water and a good scrub, and you're good. Um, and so their reaction to that is, like, priceless because they think that I'm crazy. And they're <laughs> like, no, we're not going to listen to the white person. I'm like, I'm not white. I'm Hispanic. I promise. <laughs> um, so then I talk to them in Spanish, and then they're just like, oh, okay, we, we believe you. We trust you. Um, yeah, but so we talked about food safety. We also talk about uh, my plate. So I love my plate. I never was – I never understood, maybe because I was younger, but I never understood the pyramid. Mm-hmm. It was just – a whole bunch of quadrants and vegetables shoved into them. But when USDA came out with my plate, it just divided everything so nice and clear. We have, you know, fruits and vegetables taking up half the plate. Then we have the importance of grains and protein and dairy. And so we go over that um, in classes and we just give examples about how, how can we develop, you know, with the food that we eat already at home, how could we develop that into, you know, a more healthier way of eating and so for example when I talk to I'm I'm on Wednesdays I'm generally at the Willis Parent Resource Center Mm -hmm. and so that that group has been growing it's like word of mouth so every week I have two more people coming in and joining in on us and um, I really like it because it's different from my other classes they're predominantly um, Hispanic ladies there and so we talk a lot about Mexican food and Mexican culture and so and I tell them I think one of my 
my when we were talking about my plate, I was like, well, that fits perfectly. You know, tacos fit perfectly into my plate, you know? Sure. See, and you don't tell them, you know, you can't eat Mexican food anymore. You can't eat what you're used to or what you love. You just give them some adaptations exactly. to do that, right? Yeah. Exactly. That's and awesome. so if you really look at, you know, the, the way that the Mexican culture, for example, in this case, if you see how they cook, they cook with a lot of vegetables. They cook with a lot of greens. They really do. The only little issue we have is they go excessive on the dairy products. So there's like a lot of cheese involved, <laughs> which isn't a bad thing, but again, everything in moderation. So um, we have, and they're really excited and they're really open-minded to see, oh, okay, so we're not so bad, but we can fine tune, you know, the way that we do cook, the methods that we use to cook these foods. Um, and then we also go into meal prepping, which is something also that's very um not common in in this culture only because you're so used to catering to all your ch the children that you have there your husband and so the mother becomes like the chef mm. and so we have mom who doesn't have time to be with her kids at the table because she's so busy you know cooking all these type of different foods mm. and so we we talk about how you know you could meal you can meal prep for the week and so you could have your kids try new foods tr and help and have them help you in the kitchen and so um that that's been going along with them it's been really nice to see how they've evolving and getting the feedback from them when they come back and they're like yeah we tried it we tried this recipe they ate it they tried it so it's really nice to hear uh, we also go over budgeting how to you know shop on a budget because sometimes they it's a misconception of you know healthy eating comes with a really large price tag right, right. and which is not the case at all when we do talk about them we talk about um you know, the difference between fresh fruits and canned fruits and frozen fruits. And so um, we don't have to spend a lot of money to have a very nutritious and round, uh, all around meal. And um, am I missing something? <laughs> no, I think that's about with, with that curriculum. So it, it really is a nice starter whenever we go to a new site. I don't know about you, Michelle, but we tend to start with that one. It kind of gives us an over, like a broad spectrum of where we want to go with the program, mm -hmm. and then it, we kind of opens up to tailoring to other programs that we have that Michelle will kind of speak to you about. So the next one that I'm going to share with you is Eat Smart, Live Strong, and this is a curriculum that's primarily focused toward our senior audiences, but it's reaching them with the importance of maintaining that healthy movement at any age and any stage of ability and getting that focused impact on continuing to increase your or maintain your vegetable intake, reduce that sodium, reduce the fats, watch the sugar, and to, to get the resources that they need. A lot of our seniors in our recent classes have shared, you know, the struggles of getting to the store, getting the, getting the groceries purchased. Maybe even meal prep can be a challenge. Uh, with different needs in the area. And so our recent one, which I've been at Camelot Pines lately, and um, we have a great group there. We had an entire strategy session on solving problems. What's the situation? What can we do to fix it? And how can we help each other? Sure. And so that curriculum really gives us a nice, you know, talking point set up for that and, and integrating that healthy movement and letting them know that no matter what, you can still move your body. Right. I think for, for older adults, too, one of the things that they've been accustomed to cooking for a lot of people throughout mm -hmm. their lives, and now it's just me, or it's just exactly. me and maybe one other person. So um, adapting, and then how the um, needs change as, as they get older. So that's a great curriculum as well. Yeah. It is, and we're really enjoying it there at that uh, particular center. And then we have some potential ones coming up in the next month that will be with the Volunteers of America Senior Program. Oh, great. Um, the next program that we're looking at is Step Up to Scale Down. This is a 12-week program that's focused on healthy eating, physical activity, and also um, healthy weight loss. There's a lot of myths and misconceptions and a lot of media exposure on really? diet <laughs> and weight loss. And uh, <laughs> you spend a whole lot of time busting the myths. Yes, But uh, this is a really good program to get people um, focused on their calorie intake, their movement level, um, kind of tracking things and seeing where they're going. And we've done this at various uh, transitional housing facilities, crisis centers, where they, they just need to kind of get an awareness of what they're doing and where they can make adjustments. And that's a 12-week program. It is. Um, and then I, I just want to interject here just a little bit, not specifically for Better Living for Texans, but um, na uh, through the state, they offer some online classes, mm -hmm. um, usually at the beginning of the year. And, and Mike, you were able to take advantage yeah, of that. Yeah, just take advantage of that. It was really pretty interesting the way they set, help you to 
begin to set your own goals and, and to make steps to achieve those goals. So as you break everything down, uh, you get some real nice recipes every week. Uh, very tasty ones, I might add. I tried a couple. Yeah. So a lot of people think when they're going to, you know, if I'm going to lose weight, like I have to, the only way to lose weight is take, uh, take out everything that tastes good. That's, that's the only way to lose yeah. weight, right? That, that's totally False. untrue. Fake news. <laughs> yeah, a lot of what they're after is also to get you to start moving, just walking or doing something mm-hmm. other than sitting down watching TV with your clicker. So your thumb gets strong, but that's about <laughs> it. Yeah, and uh, cutting out a lot of extra sugar. That's yes. it. Just yes. making small habit changes. And um, so not we're not looking. Step up, scale down doesn't look at like drastic. You're going to lose mm-hmm. 50 pounds in 12 weeks, but teaching healthier habits is. It's definitely it's baby steps. Yeah. And, you know, I, which is kind of true, I guess, of all of the things that we're talking about, all of the mm-hmm. um, most all of our programs, so family and community health, we really focus on on health, not not trendy diets, mm-hmm. not, um, you know, quick or tricks or any of that. Just just um, really having healthier lifestyles. Right. OK, so we've got way more to talk about. Um, but we have to take a little bit of a break and we're going to be back in just a little bit. And you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio 104.5 and 106.1. We'll be right back with the extension hour. Our talk shows and music shows are looking for sponsors. Want to expand your brand awareness? Reach the hyper local audience in Montgomery County? Lone Star Community Radio sponsorships accomplish this. Want to see our stats and rates? Check out IRLoneStar.com slash sponsor for more information. Or call in and leave us a message at 936-647-3776 with your question. Get seen on TV or YouTube and heard on our podcast, FM, and internet radio. Sponsor your local radio station with Lone Star Community Radio. For those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, Zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Welcome back on this lovely Friday afternoon. And we're here every Friday, 1 to 2. Um, sometimes different people here, but um, you'll probably be hearing us a little bit more often in the next couple of months just because we've got a couple of vacancies in the in the office. But we'll get those filled soon um, because there is a lot to do here in Montgomery County um, in terms of education and what we do in uh, Texas A&M AgriLife Extension. And we have been talking a lot about um, some of the programs we're focusing right now on our Better Living for Texans program. We've got the lovely Michelle Scaife, the lovely Priscilla Chacon. We have the lovely Mike McBride mm. with us as well. It's a, it's a lovely day. We're all of, although we were just we were just having a little conversation during the break about um, this weather. It's kind of I mean it's nice. I'm, I'm not complaining, but um, it is a little unusual. It's a little cooler maybe than what we were expecting, but. That means you can get out and get more physical activity. That's right. Because that's, that's a, lot of, a lot of what we talk about in a family and community health. Just trying to give people like really um, good, realistic things that they can do. And, uh, you know, we don't tell them you have to change everything that, you know, your your whole lifestyle changes are important. Uh, and I'm not going to lie about that. But we don't like, we're not like, um, <laughs> we're not super, uh, what am I trying to say? Like. Super adamant about it? Or yeah, I mean, we're not, not really restrictive. And we, we try to help people find the things that work for them. And and there's a lot about health besides just the way you look. I mean, lots of folks think, you know, you have to look a certain way and that equals healthy. No, but it's, there's emotional yeah. health, oh, yeah. you know, behavioral health. So we, well, I guess what we focus on is the overall health product of the family as a whole. Sure. Which is nice. And a lot of people, when we talk about health, it's automatically body image, like you're saying. Right, so. right. You think you have to, you know, have the, the muscles or the, mm-hmm. yeah. But there's a lot more to health than, you know, inside and out. Right. 
So we've been talking about our Better Living Protections program, and um, we mentioned the fresh start to a healthier you, the Eat Smart, Live Strong, Step Up, Scale Down. So these, uh, and we're going to talk about some more, but all of these are available um, to to anybody. So we do um, focus on these in our Better Living Protections program, but we can offer them um, anywhere in the community where people are are interested. And, and I would mention that all of those are our series. So we try to have several classes because, um, you know, it's... It, um, we can just scratch the surface with only one class. There's a there's a lot to changing habits, and, and implementing more healthy habits. So um, sometimes it takes a little bit of uh, repetition. So we have series, but we have more. Which which ones do you guys want to talk about next? So the next one that we're looking at is growing and nourishing healthy communities, and this is a gardening class. And I just wrapped one up with our military veterans peer network and our American Legion. So we bring people together. We look at how to choose a garden site, how to build a garden, how to plant and maintain that garden, and then how to harvest those items. We do Q&A and strategies when it comes to pest management or disease management. We have an online Facebook group where we share our successes and our struggles. And I mean, just yesterday we were going over the spots on a tomato plant and figuring out what's wrong with the tomato. Is it going to be okay? Do I need to pull it out before something spreads? And so it's gathering people together as a community to understand gardening together, gardening in their own backyard. And successfully, we've had two sessions of Military Veteran Peer Network groups graduate the class and are in their third season of gardening in their own homes. That's awesome. With harvest and and having a successful harvest. So that's very exciting to hear that people in our community are growing their own food, growing enough food to share with their neighbors and are coming back and saying, hey, by the way, I did this class and look. I've, this is my third season gardening. So. Awesome. And Michelle is um, our Better Living for Texans Extension Assistant in her professional life, but in her personal life, she's also a master gardener, volunteer, mm-hmm. and uh, does lots of gardening at home as I well. Do. Yeah. <laughs> so just want to mention, too, about our Master Gardener program. It's it's awesome as well. Like I've, I've said the word awesome a lot today. We're just but so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> we are. <laughs> but the, the Master Gardeners, we have about 350-ish in Montgomery County, so just a whole wealth of knowledge and information to help people with, with gardening. And, um, you know, they, they volunteer their time to, to do that, to help others. And, um, they, you know, the thing about gardeners, I've noticed that they just have a real passion. <laughs> Once they become gardeners, they're like very passionate about it, um, which is, is great to share that with, with others. And, and like we've mentioned, vegetables, fruits are the best thing to, for good health. And so you grow vegetables, you eat more vegetables, you eat more fruits. Um, and we almost garden year-round in Texas. We are, we're <laughs> very fortunate to have an almost year-round garden season, so we're very lucky in that. Yeah. So what else, Priscilla? So our next uh, program is called Walk and Talk. Um, and I'm currently, right now, almost finishing up with this program, and it's a perfect combination of just a small little um, class about anything really and we kind of incorporate that well not anything nutrition related (laughs) but we incorporate that with balancing physical activity as well so again um we like for last week i was talking about the importance of hydration now that we're getting into the summer months of texas hydration is really really important because we lose a lot of you know our our water with just sweating um uh, you know, when we go to the bathroom, I mean, <laughs> we have to be constantly making sure that we're getting hydrated because there you go, Mike. Mike is just taking <laughs> a sip of water right now. He's like, let me just take that. Good job. Good job. Um, <laughs> and so we did. And then we kind of talked about a little bit of why water is a better beverage choice over other types of beverages out there like Coca-Cola or Dr. Pepper and fruit juices. And, um, and so we incorporated that in the beginning of the class and then we went into a full um zumba class right mm-hmm. afterwards which i was extremely sore you know the next day but it's just just to show you how the things that we do in blt it's not only you know you're getting lectured at we really want to incorporate all types of health aspects into this and so it's really really fun you know the the participants really do enjoy it at the end of the day they're always very eager to come back you know the next week and they always provide feedback hey I did this hey you know this worked out for me you know what that um, recipe was not good at all and so (laughs) we do talk about things and so it's a really nice uh, curriculum that again if it's if it you are interested in any of these um, topics please feel free to let us know where me and Michelle are more than happy to come out 
Sure. And I would just mention with the walk and talk that that is kind of a supplemental to our Walk Across Texas project. So um, Walk Across Texas is an eight-week program that encourages people to get more physically active. Um, within eight weeks, we want teams of eight up to eight people to um, do physical activity. So walking or other physical, or Zumba, you could Zumba across <laughs> Texas. So uh, do t- whatever, just different types of physical activity. And like you mentioned with the classes, it's really motivating to have other people there and other people depending on you. So that's kind of a little bit of the idea of Walk Across Texas too. You're working in a team, um, you've got your team members depending on you. So Walk Across Texas, um, so eight weeks, teams have up to eight. The goal is to do about 830, 832 miles, which is roughly the distance from um, El Paso to Orange. And the cool thing about that is that means that you're probably getting close to, if not more than 150 minutes of physical activity in a week, which is what the CDC or the Center for Disease Control um, suggests for healthy adults. So so it's kind of a nice way to do that. But the the cool thing about walk and talk is, again, you're doing it together and you're also learning other things. So it's just kind of like an enhancement to that. Um, To walk across Texas, right now we're doing our community challenge um, so months of April, May, you can actually sign up for Walk Across Texas anytime. But during the months of April and May, because we do a, a big push with our community challenge, um, we have prizes, which is really cool. So um, and, and uh, we hopefully we hope we hopefully it's motivational to people. So there's a weekly email newsletter that goes out that kind of uh, recognizes the teams that are doing well. It um, has usually has a link to something related to um, health and physical activity and that kind of thing. So um, that's another. So that's really easy. Uh, you can call again. You can call the extension office if you need to know how to sign up, or um, you can just go online. To, um, it's http colon backslash backslash. So you don't necessarily have to put in the www. We found that that actually causes some problems. But anyway, walkacrosstexas.tamu.edu. That's the website. So walk and talk also is very cool but you and have another, to get these ladies to yeah. help with that and another program that incorporates walk across texas is the learn grow eat go program yes. with the schools so um learn grow eat go is a research evidence um, curriculum that we have focusing on science math language arts reading social studies and health a little and bit we, of everything <laughs> a little bit of everything yeah. but it, it reaches those peaks that are in a, a teacher's already to-do list so it comes in and complements the existing curriculum in a school. The teachers can do them themselves. The lessons, there's 10 lessons. They take a few moments of your time. Um, they kind of hands-on engage you in a classroom to learn um, the different aspects of health, of growing your own food. There's an option to put a garden in there. There's an option to do walk across Texas. There's an option for hands-on cooking demonstrations to kind of complement and come together. And we do have about four schools in the county that are very intensely participating in the Grow Eat Go program, and we've we've had great success. We've had parents mm-hmm. that send home messages saying, oh, my goodness, I'm tired of buying spinach and making spinach <laughs> quesadillas <laughs> because that's the most popular one that the kids found that year or that their children are excited about learning um, how to use different herbs in their food to reduce their sodium intake. And it's really cool because the kids are involved in doing it. It makes them excited about doing it. And then um, they're learning along the way, so it's really preparing them for the, the test because that's what mm-hmm. the teaks does um but they're you know they're they're internalizing it because they're really experiencing it they're not just hearing it but they're actually doing it right and that hands-on engagement in in where your food comes from sometimes leads to a better encouragement to taste that food if you grew your own tomato you might be more than likely to try it sure all right so uh, other programs that we have for kids we have uh, one other one which is called balancing food and play and this one's still I'm, honestly, I'm still reading over it, but sure. it sounds like a really, really, really good program to incorporate, again, the, the difference between healthy eating and physical activity in our elementary schools in Montgomery County. Um, so what it is, it, it just promotes more uh, fruits and veggie consumption with the kids, and it also helps promote you know, physical activity. We want them to get at least an hour a day, if not more. And it's not, it doesn't have to be like a whole hour. It could be in increments throughout the day, but that's the goal. And to limit the amount of television or any screen um, that they may have, that's also including iPads, iPhones, anything. And so um, it sounds, it's really interesting. And I'm really excited to get out there and start that in our schools. And, th- and that one also has TEKS yes. uh, attached to it. So again, it's helping teachers um, you know, do what they've got to do to meet the standards that they have but it also helps engage the kids and 
um, get, get them involved and excited and, and hopefully it sticks better because they're again, learning by doing. Um, and so any of the, the programs for, for kids, um, we do sometimes just one time in, in schools. So, um, you guys did a little bit of a, just kind of a sample class for a teacher mm-hmm. the other day, just to give her an idea of what it would be like to see if that's something that she really wants to do. Another thing that we do with kids sometimes is our chef plate and professor, um, <laughs> teaching kids about, about healthy pizzas. Do you have something you want to say? You just, you just smiled. Yeah, during the Mike uh, wears green hair. During my interview, uh, my anniversary is next Tuesday, one uh-huh. year. But during the interview process, uh, I think it was Jenny. Yeah. Turned around and says, I see him in green hair. <laughs> and almost the first week that I was here, I ended up with this green wig with the lights flashing. But, you know, the kids love. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, Amy describes herself as a cross between a rodeo clown and Pippi Longstocking. I or think Rainbow Bright. Yeah, Rain- yeah. 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 So it's just a blast. <laughs> it's a fun thing to go out and do, and the kids really get energized. I hate that what we do to the students when they go back to the classroom because they're wired. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, but uh, they learn an awful lot, and it is such a fun way to present this information. Yeah, so we'll tell you a little bit more about that and a few other things that we can do, but um, we have to take another little break. Uh, but we'll be back in just a minute, and you're listening to IRLoneStar.com, 104.5 and 106.1. See you in just a minute. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776 to take your first step into the radio world. Do you want to know what's going on in Conroe? Tune in to Keeping Up with Conroe. Keeping Up with Conroe will highlight upcoming events and local businesses in the area. Keeping Up with Conroe will air the second Tuesday of every month at 11 a.m. and will be hosted by the Conroe CVB staff. Keeping Up with Conroe will highlight Conroe's amazing attractions for residents and visitors. So tune in to Keeping Up with Conroe and join the staff of the Conroe CVB every month on Lone Star Community Radio. For more information about Keeping Up with Conroe and the Conroe CVB, go to visitconroe.com. Welcome back to the Extension Hour, Family and Community Health, and thanks for giving us some time to let us toot our horn just a little bit about some of the great programs that we do. Because people ask us often, you know, what what all do you do? And it's like, how oh, do you have a few minutes? Because there's a lot that we do. Um, so, um, and we've mentioned before, we try to uh, focus those uh, tailor to what people need and what they ask for. We have a committee that helps us make those decisions. Um, and then we just try to be very responsive to the requests that are out there. Um, so actually one thing that we responded to was um, a few years ago, United Ways uh, wanted to, they wanted to give us some money to do, to teach nutrition, but they wanted it to be very, very hands-on um, and to be very mobile. So that it went to different parts of the um, county where, um, you know, one of the issues that we have here in Montgomery County, transportation is kind of difficult and particularly for our lower income audiences, um, just kind of getting around can, can be a challenge. And then besides that, just the geographical size, um, you know, people don't want to go across the county to go attend a class. So we try to take the classes to them. And one way we do that is with um, our On the Road to Healthy Living mobile cooking school. I mean, that's a hands-on cooking school. We prepare a full meal. We sit down and we eat it together. And we talk about, you know, what 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 does my plate really look like when it's on my plate? Right. <laughs> um, so lots of good good stuff there. Um, we also teach a lot of food safety. I can do food handler courses. Um, so people who need their um, food handler certificates, um, if you prefer to have it um, in person as opposed to online. There's also an online system so that A&M does. Um, you can do that pretty quick and easy. And I like to think that we're pretty awesome <laughs> because we do great <laughs> stuff. Um, I mentioned the Walk Across Texas program. We do, uh, we do that. We do our community challenge usually every spring. Um, but again, you can sign up for that just about any time. Um, child care provider training, we do that as well so that we give people, um, a child care provider have to have so many uh, continuing education. And so we usually provide a um, workshop uh, each year, or we can do individual classes for folks. And then families reading every day, that's one Yay. of my projects. Talk about that, Mike. 
Okay, we are just now winding down or winding up this semester's uh, family's reading every day. It started off as father's reading every day, but uh, not every family has a dad in it. So we want the families to read and no child will be left out that way. We do try to encourage dads, grandpas, uncles, big brothers, anyone, uh, males especially, to start reading with the kiddos. Sure, because the research shows that that makes a significant impact. Oh, I mean, yeah. moms are moms are important, but, you know, moms tend to, like, do it all already. So having a dad involved makes a big difference. It's just that too. added extra mm-hmm. component. But what we ask the folks to do is a four-week program, and right now we're working with uh, primarily the Head Starts in the county. Um, we ask for the first two weeks that the families read 15 minutes per day, and they record their their reading times. Then we also, the second two weeks, we ask for 30 minutes a day. I send out a newsletter encouraging people, but we've also linked in this time my plate. So on each newsletter, there was something about eat more vegetables, eat more fruit, and here's how you can do that. And I, uh, we do it in a bilingual. Uh, thank you, Priscilla, for helping me translate so much. <laughs> and Google Translate. Yeah, and Google. <laughs> I speak Spanish, but it's not really that great yet. Um, but it's been a real blast. It, uh, we'll have a celebration in May at each of these uh, schools. We have volunteers from Energy and um, just fire all station. fire stations. Oh, the kids love the fire trucks. Mm-hmm. But all sorts of different volunteers will come in and read to the kids. And it's fun to watch the kids just sit down and you know, wide-eyed yeah. listen to these stories. Yep. So there, there's supplemental things to it, too. So like you mentioned, the, the newsletter to help families. Mm-hmm. And then there's a guide that they get um, that kind of gives them some tips um, for reading out loud and um, some suggestions for books and all that kind of thing. And yep. and then um, there's at the celebration event. And actually, uh, they so the celebration event, they get some little prizes for uh, participating. And then also the Girl Scouts, they donate books so that every kid gets to it's go huge, home with a book, yeah. which is really, really cool. And the last thing that we do there, though, um, because it is part of A&M, we ask for a survey so we find out if we really are making an impact. And it looks like from the data that we are. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and we're actually working on updating that curriculum to make mm-hmm. sure that it's fresh and new. And, and I'm pretty excited about that. Um, another thing we, uh, so we talked about kids, so also older adults. We have lots of programs for them. And Master of Memory is one that's fun, people enjoy. And you recently taught one over at the... Academy for Lifelong Learning, right? Right over at Lone Star. And that was a blast. The people were so responsive to it. Uh, I got a kick out of how engaged it would be. As, as you suggest one item, uh, we talk about styles of learning. And I think, Michelle, you were mentioning earlier that the more senses you do use with your kids, and that's what we stress with the older folks, too. If you want to retain your, your cognitive abilities, use all five senses. And not just visual learning, not just audio learning, not just tactile. Incorporate all three into your learning skills. And so we, we have the same message from elementary school up to the retired folks. Good. And you mentioned earlier family financial management. We've got a couple of things yep. that addressing older, all the whole lifespan. So yeah. young ones learning um, all the way up to older folks. Yeah, Money Smart, I, I can do for elementary, for the general population. There's one class just for seniors. We also do Welcome to the Real World, uh, which is developed by our agencies. So it's, uh, you tell us what you need and we'll bring the curriculum to you and, and cater it to you. And sometimes people are surprised to know that we do child passenger safety. So we have four uh, certified technicians in our mm-hmm. office now who can check um, child safety seats. And, um, you know, and until you've strapped a kid into a ch- into one of those uh, car seats, it seems real simple, but um, there, there can be some, yeah. some not tricks, but it, it can be. You know, once you figure it out, it's pretty simple, but it can take a little bit to figure out. Um, so Michelle is a child passenger safety technician. So is Mike and then Jenny in our office and, and me. And then we're going to get Priscilla um, certified pretty soon so she can do it too. So as we uh, interact with families, we are able to offer that to them as well. So, oh my goodness, so many things. Uh, Path to the Plate is another one, connecting agriculture and health. There's a variety of programs that allow us, or uh, a variety of topics that we can um, talk about because um, I guess we kind of alluded to it earlier. There is some misinformation out there, particularly when it comes to health and well-being and where our food comes from and is our food safe, you know, not just safe in terms of foodborne illnesses, but um, lots of fear that uh, comes around with um, pesticides and GMOs and that kind of thing. So we try to provide facts for people so that they can make their decisions based on facts and not on fearful situations because um, for some reason, unfortunately out there, there's some 
some fear mongering going on. I mean, I don't think people really try to scare people. They just, you know, it, it, we all want to keep our family safe. Um, but you have to um, base that on facts. Anyway, um, another thing, Texas Extension Education Association. I love these ladies. There's a group of ladies that are, um, they meet in a club and their goal, one of the main things that they do is provide 4-H scholarships, which is which is awesome. Um, but they um, also meet, it's good social interaction. It's a good learning, continuous learning, um, at, you know, throughout the lifespan. So they're um, fun group too. Did you have something? And I to have say? to throw in. It's yeah. not just ladies. There's a couple of guys in there too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mike in our group, they were both named Mike. So. <laughs> and yeah, throughout the state, there there are some too. It tend it does tend to be ladies. More, but, yes. Yeah. Um, and then you know the 4-H and youth development has a lot of family and community health projects with that too. And um, a lot of people equate uh, 4-H with animals and stock shows and that kind of thing, but. There is so much kids can learn about healthy living yes. through the 4-H program. So um, one of the things coming up is our um, big time and D9. So what we call it, we're District 9, so big time. Because it is a big time. We like within three days, we do something like 20 or 30 different contests. Um, so kids have a chance to participate in a lot of things, show off their their skills and what they've learned. Um, and my favorite is the uh, food challenge. So um, the, that'll be on May 3rd. And we're always looking for volunteers. So if anybody wants to help, give us a call. And speaking of fun things for kids and volunteers, Kids Fest, that's oh, coming yay. up. Yeah. We'll be out there. Come say hi. Um, Dick, will you be part of Kids Fest? You guys will be here at the radio station. You come by and, and wave at Dick through the through the window. Say, hey, <laughs> I listen to your radio. Um, so we'll be out in the Health Village um, we'll have a blender bike, which is fun. Uh, yes. There'll be lots of other agencies out there as well. Um, last words for time to wrap up. What, did we, what would you say, Priscilla? We're awesome. <laughs> I already said that. Yeah. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. Mike? Yeah, I just want to throw in a quick thank you to the county judge and the commissioners because my funding is 100% from the county. And where the federal funds have some constraints we have to be mindful of, they allow me to go to any segment of our population and teach any class that is needed. So thank you to the Montgomery County for allowing me to do that. Yeah, we're very fortunate that um, they, they do a really great job, and we appreciate them a lot. Michelle? Call us. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a call. Um, if, you, if there's something that you have in mind that we didn't mention it, just call us and ask us, because usually... We have something we just didn't mention it today. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, because there's a few more things we could have we could have talked about, and we could have talked more in detail about some of the things because they're awesome. We do awesome <laughs> yeah. things. Did I mention that? It's pretty yeah, we're awesome. all following this little menu here, and I think if anyone uh, called and asked for it, we could get it into their hands. Most definitely, yeah. we, we can do that. Um, so call nine three six five three nine seven eight two five. We're also online. Um, we also have a Facebook page, Healthy Living in Montgomery County. Yep. And then uh, you can check out our past radio shows, too, because they're podcast, which is also awesome. And you're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, IRLoneStar.com, 104.5, 106.1. See you next week. Thank you for checking out this production of Lone Star Community Radio. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. Don't forget to check out this show and many others across the Lone Star Community Radio Network. Either live on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, the Lone Star Internet Radio app, or IRLoneStar.com's live audio stream, and on replay on podcasts, Channel 12's Our City TV and Conroe, or Channel 21 KVQT in Houston, and of course their YouTube channel. This production is copyrighted and all rights are reserved by Lone Star Community Radio. Have a question regarding this program or other Lone Star Community Radio shows? Want to sponsor or start your own show? Call the station message line at 936-647-3776 or email the station at lscrstudios at gmail.com.